0: So we are more closely related to fungi than fungi are to plants or the plant kingdom. They are not a a plant or a flower or a vegetable. They are dynamic, sentient, intelligent organisms with powerful healing properties. This is The Medicine Podcast. I am Mimi mushroom queen, AHCC educator, and culinary nutrition expert. I am quite obsessed with providing the unique knowledge for those that want to prevent disease in their body, in their mind, and in their relationships. If that's you, then you are in the exact right place, my love. Let's go take the medicine. Hello, hello, my babes. Where are my mushroom nerds at? This episode is for you. Chase and I went under the red hat and we are answering the question that I get all the time, which is, Hey, I'm new to mushrooms. Where do I start? Um, So yeah, I get this question almost every single day from new followers on Instagram and they're intrigued by mushrooms or maybe they've been following me for a while and they see my obsession and want to start utilizing mushrooms for their health. We welcome it all. This episode is also going to be awesome for people who maybe use one or two mushrooms in their day and just want to make sure that they're using quality brands and using them to their fullest potential. Okay, spoiler alert, mushrooms are now becoming quite buzzy and popular in mainstream wellness. So inevitably, there are a ton of companies popping up that are unfortunately cutting corners and providing products that are diluted and misleading. But never fear my loves, we are committed to bringing you only the best. So the information that I pull from in this episode is all in my guide called how a pro uses mushrooms. It's 13 pages of mushroom love and education on my website, getmemefit.com, in my store. For the person who is new to mushrooms or wants to maximize mushrooms in their life, no matter where you're at on the scale of mushroom obsession, there's something for you in this guide that I created and in this episode. So today, Chase and I discuss the different categories of mushrooms, 10 things you should know about mushrooms right off the bat. And then we end by bringing you tried and true mushroom brand that we know and trust and love. When you're done listening to this episode, share it with someone you love, send it directly to their phone, or, you know, you can just take a screenshot and share it to your story on Instagram and make sure you tag me at getmimifit. I absolutely love to see who is listening and I always enter you in my Friday giveaway when you do that. All right, babes, without further ado... Enjoy this episode jumping into the Mushroom Kingdom with me and my love. Then check out the show notes for any discount codes that we mention. Okay, bye. Good morning, my love. My mushroom love.
1: Good morning. Jumping under the red hat Mm -hmm. of a beautiful mushroom cap with my love, (laughs) Mimi. Stepping into the medicine kingdom.
0: The mushroom kingdom. The mushroom
1: medicine kingdom where nothing is out of reach
0: where we uh believe everything and take nothing seriously (laughs) said it best we have uh, a really great episode uh for you guys we wanted to provide kind of a square one for if you're wanting to Um, start incorporating mushrooms into your life. Probably if you're listening, if you have been listening to the medicine, you've incorporated some sort of mushroom in your life. I would doubt by now that you haven't, but just in case you haven't, um, this is gonna be a really good resource for you to know where to start. Which ones do I even look at? What are the brands? um, Are they safe? I thought mushrooms were poisonous. We're gonna go over all of that And even for people who have used mushrooms, maybe, um, you, you know, sprinkle some in your coffee or your tea, or maybe you've used Organifi and you just want a few more creative ways to use them and to make sure to ensure that you are maximizing their mushroom potential. This episode is also going to help you. So really there's something in here for everyone.
1: This is probably like tip of the iceberg on the topic of mushrooms, I mean, we could go on a series, and and we can if that's of interest, uh, towards not only the mushroom kingdom and uh, all of the mushrooms that are involved in in uh, the mushroom kingdom. Mm-hmm. Or the, is it a, is fungi the kingdom? Yeah. Like technically. Right. We're just referring to it like in like in Mario, the mushroom kingdom where you know Princess Peach lives. Mm-hmm. But this could be the tip of the iceberg. You know, you could go on for days about the anatomy, kind of the life cycle of a mushroom, all the host. Uh, or all the different benefits that these things have. Um, but this is kind of just an introductory. And mm-hmm. for me, um, being someone who's not all that equipped to break down the science of really most things, um, <laughs> this is going to be great to, to kind of listen to the expert herself, Mimi the Mushroom Queen, break it down. And hopefully I can be the bridge between the expert and uh, you know people like all of us listening Towards, uh, hey, how do we how do we take this into bite-sized, digestible, tangible um, bits of information that we can use in our bodies, in our lives, etc.?
0: Yeah, I love it. So I am going to be pulling some of this information from a guide that I created for anyone and everyone. Um, It's called How a Pro Uses Mushrooms. So it's basically kind of like, uh, where do I start? I get that question all the time. People who are like, I'm new to mushrooms, where should I start? And because that specific question in my DMs could take an hour to um, answer, I wanted to create this so that, That you have uh, this asset if that's where you're at. So, first though, I want to know what is in your cup, my king? Mm,
1: What is in my cup? On the topic of mushrooms, I have, of late, been making what I call a Maga Chino. And uh, I've been trying to cut back on caffeine a little bit, trying to lower my cortisol, my stress levels. Um, right now and what that means is I'm cutting cutting coffee not out uh, but like in half so my second cup is something that tries to mimic the taste of coffee something warm something rich something earthy and uh, so I've been mixing maca powder which has a host of benefits Uh, maca is a root and uh, one of them being kind of uh, the vitality of your body mind Mm -hmm. um And then I have been adding in chaga mushrooms. So chaga and maca, maga, chino. Love it. And I've been putting it in with uh, occasionally a little Organifi Gold, occasionally a little maybe cinnamon, um, something else to darken it up a little bit. But man, uh, the intention was to kind of cut caffeine out of this thing. But I was telling you yesterday, Mm -hmm. I had kind of a stomach scenario that <laughs> is that
0: what they call it? <laughs> a stomach. A stomach
1: scenario post a pretty heavy meal. Uh-huh. You know, we went hard on what we love, and that is the cheeseburger salad. Everybody, so uh, where good. you basically take a cheeseburger and you you put it into a salad, but we get crazy with it. <laughs> and Mimi makes this healthy uh Big Mac sauce, which is you know loaded with mayo, beautiful, wonderful, healthy mayo. But I tend to get a little overboard. Um, compound that with the avocado. Compound that with some cheese. Um, Later on in the evening, I had some, you know, emulsified MCT in my treat. Uh, All of these things that I'm listing are fats, by the way. I also had grass-fed, grass-finished beef that had about 15% fat to, uh, you know, lean meat ratio. And my little thing called the gallbladder was put (laughs) to the test over about a 12-hour window of trying to digest all of these fats. So I woke up. Uh, morning after cheeseburger salad and identified this stomach scenario, not even really thinking uh, intentionally, but had my magachino, And sure enough, 20, 30 minutes later, this, what felt like knotted up insides, uh, really relaxed. And and I was chill pretty shortly thereafter. Um, Although I don't know all that goes into it. I know that chaga is a digestive aid and has a lot of benefits for digestion and big shout out to real mushrooms where I just dumped raw powdered chaga into my drink. And you know what? Forget Tums, forget all these fancy capsules. This has been one of the things that, uh, is like most immediate and kind of natural occurring digestive aids that I've experienced, um, to date. So check, check it out if you're having similar, uh, farty parties, <laughs> similar stomach scenarios.
0: Also, um, Chaga, I, w- I will say as well I did a little experiment with myself Um, this was a a few months ago but I had I've struggled with eczema and psoriasis in my life and not recently but I did have one little patch of eczema on my thumb a couple months ago and I had heard um, or read rather that uh, chaga was really great for skin irritations and Mm. skin disorders and I was like we had just stocked up on real mushrooms um, They're chaga and I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on chaga for like the next five, six days. And I think it ended up being about more like eight to 10 days of making sure I got it every single day. And I mean, I'm not claiming anything. I'm not claiming that chaga will cure or whatever your skin disorder. But for me, that patch of eczema was gone after like eight or nine Mm -hmm. days. So it was, I was just like, okay, I'm sold. And it hasn't come back. So, um, I, I, that's awesome. Yeah. And Chaga is, um, is known for being, um, they call it the king of mushrooms. Some people do. Um, and it, it has a really, um, deep antioxidant Mm. profile and, uh, really, really great for skin digestion. And some could even, some would even say, um, you know, anti-cancer effects Mm. in the body, not making claims, but they've seen it. So, uh, yeah, we love chaga and we love real mushrooms y'all. Okay. So for this episode, um, you know, talking about mushrooms, this, this conversation doesn't happen without talking about real mushrooms, the brand that we've come to know and love and seen, uh, the top shelf mushroom product that they, they put out for us, um, in a sea of diluted kind of filler mushroom products that you know most people don't know the difference but when you experience it in your body your body can tell the difference
1: no doubt and to give a little more love to chaga specifically of the mushrooms that uh you can get for kind of your culinary or um you know apothecary is that the right word? I don't know what you're saying, um, so I don't know. <laughs> your are sort of laboratory chemical experiments in the kitchen with making <laughs> drinks and elixirs and things of that nature. Chaga is a great one to start with because it is very earthy yeah. in smell and taste, not unlike what you would get with something like um, an instant coffee mm-hmm. or a Via. Mm-hmm. And how that flavor profile tastes is a lot more... Uh, palatable than something like other mushrooms that are a little little fishy if you will and in their rawest form and you might have to get creative and mix chaga is one that you can just mix with a little bit of coffee uh, maybe a little bit of cacao or cocoa Mm -hmm. Um, you can embrace the taste i just mix it with maca and it has a very similar taste to that of like an instant coffee so much love for the chaga much love for real mushrooms
0: yeah for yeah it's really, really good. It, you can embrace that chaga taste rather than hide it.
1: Yeah. And we, obviously we love these guys and we've, we've got a discount for everybody too. If this is like, damn, I gotta get a hold of this kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you can check the show notes for sure. Yeah. My beautiful babe. What you got going on in your cup?
0: This morning is my second cup of, uh, reishi spore coffee. And I have to tell you guys about this, the, what I'm, obsessed with right now is this milk frother that I got for my birthday from my sisters. And, um, so what I've been doing lately is putting the reishi spore coffee in with some Organifi gold mm. with the milk and you froth that all together and it becomes this airy, light, foamy, just rich, like, dessert mm, royal a royal dessert <laughs> seriously
1: big shout out to the to the girl who who threw that up on instagram yeah. right
0: yeah um it's it was it's just been rocking my rocking my world so i uh, have that so i have the reishi spore coffee um which we will be talking a little bit about later in the episode and organifi gold which has the reishi fruiting body and turkey tail um, and the flavor of that is like, it's so hard to explain, but it's like a marshmallowy vanilla yeah. golden cupcake. Yep. Um, and uh, it's truly unique, one of a kind, one of my, probably my favorite Organifi product for sure. Um, and then I did put a little, since we were podcasting today, I did put about uh, a gram of lion's mane from real mushrooms in there as well. Love it, yeah. Which we'll get to lion's mane and the benefits, and when uh, when you would want to uh, when you would want to have it in your day. Um, so, are you ready to jump in? Let's the mushroom? jump in, Mushroom Kingdom. Okay, so if I if it seems like I'm reading off of something, um, I am. <laughs> I'm going to be reading a little bit from my guide that's on my website um, and you can go grab it anytime you want. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I am going to use it to kind of prompt me as we move along in the episode. Um, So this guide again is the intention is to answer the question, Hey, I'm new to mushrooms. Where do I even start? So in this guide, psychedelic (laughs) 30 grams. Oh my gosh. Don't listen to him. Okay. So, but in this guide, I do start with Talking about the different types of mushrooms. There are generally, I mean, there are over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, but within that, there are subcategories. You might have heard, you know, medicinal or functional mushrooms, right? So that's what we're mostly going to be talking about in this guide things that you would add to your coffee, add to your foods for their medicinal and functional benefits. Um, There's over 300. In common use today, so that we're only going to touch on a few of them. There's also psychedelic mushrooms, which are used for their psychoactive and cognitive properties, commonly known as magic mushrooms. But I don't, we don't really refer to them as that. Um, you know, we we like to maintain a certain amount of reverence for all mushrooms, psychedelics included. Um, and then there's the culinary mushrooms. So these would be used in meals and cooking, stir fry, you know, uh, ones you use as faux burger buns, the ones that you cut up in your food and eat. Those are culinary mushrooms and they uh, they have benefits, you know, high fiber, vitamins, minerals, and great antioxidant profile. Examples would be like shiitake, oyster, cremini, portobello, things like that.
1: But, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe this is just a question, it can be in multiple categories, right? Like shiitake can be culinary, but it could also be medicinal.
0: Right. Yes, absolutely.
1: So don't get hung up on the fact that it may or may not be in one of these categories. Uh, they, there's overlap. Could, there's overlap.
0: Yeah. Like lion's mane is another one that we just grilled up a couple nights ago. We got some from a farmer's market and we had it with our dinner, but it's also one that we use the raw powder extracts. Right. Um, so like I said, there are over 10,000 thousand different species of mushrooms but throughout this episode we're going to be referring to medicinal or functional mushrooms mostly and you'll see um, we have an immense respect for all mushrooms. I firmly believe that there is value in all different types of mushrooms even ones that you know may be considered poisonous. Now I'm not saying go out and, and pick these but Just because they are not good for us to eat and they might cause harm to our body doesn't mean they're not valuable in nature, right? Right. They are doing things in nature that is important. So um, this kind of mycophobia, that is the fear of mushrooms where people avoid them, don't touch them. Oh my gosh, they're poisonous. Um, most actually are not poisonous. And I think just recognizing from the beginning um, that all mushrooms do have value. That's where we want to start this.
1: Right. Like you may not want to put your tongue on a compost pile, but it's serving a purpose, right? (laughs) Well, that's literally what a lot of mushrooms are doing. They're they're breaking down things of this earth um, and recycling such that it makes that whatever it is, the breaking down usable again and beneficial for this, this sort of cyclical life process.
0: Right. Exactly. And you might hear some people refer to either magic mushrooms or mushrooms in general as shrooms. And, um, you will never hear me use that term because again, I have this immense reverence for mushrooms and, um, shrooms kind of, um, demeans it a little bit in my mind. Um, So I would just invite you, if you want people to take you seriously um, about your use with medicinal mushrooms or otherwise, um, I would maybe just think about using, you know, full terms rather than the nickname, whatever, shrooms. I still
1: like, you know, the word shroom. You know, they're kind of like little friendly buddies. The shroom room, Four Sigmatic loves to flex, which they're an awesome brand. and They they should be able to. It makes it fun. Um, But like on shrooms they're on shrooms like someone is referring to someone as as if they have a heroin addiction right is so off it's so completely Mm -hmm. misaligned um but i i I think it's it's still okay to kind of jokingly refer to these little buddies as shrooms i mean they're little penises right they look like little (laughs) wieners and uh it's just got to be a little friendly with them you know
0: yeah um, and to each his own. Um, I I know that it can be like a fun little kind of nickname there, our buddies. Um, but I think for me, what feels good is is giving them that respect and reverence. But no doubt, to each his own for sure. Okay, so we're gonna jump into ten things that you should know about mushrooms right away. And I'm not gonna read. Um, everything from my guide. If you want the full guide, you can go to my website. Um, But I am going to touch on each of these 10 topics. You ready? Let's hear it. All right. So 10 things you should know about mushrooms. Number one, mushrooms are safe. Um, There are some poisonous ones. So I encourage if you're going foraging, absolutely every single time, make sure you're with a professional who knows how to recognize uh, mushrooms, which are safe and not safe. Um, that being said, as we go through this episode, we will be speaking about the medicinal mushrooms and those are safe. They are safe to, um, give to your pets, give to your kids. Um, they're safe, you know, for your grandma that came out of surgery. Um, they're safe to combine with each other. There's no like, um, There's nothing that you want to be afraid of with medicinal mushrooms. I get the question all the time. Oh my gosh, I had three capsules instead of two. Is that okay? Or I had, is it okay if I double my dose a little bit? And I just want people to know that um, mushrooms belong in us. They are safe for our bodies um so personally i have about three to five grams of a different combination of mushrooms every single day and uh y'all i'm going strong so don't be afraid of having maybe a little more than the recommended dose that's on the bottle or the bag
1: what about raw mushrooms
0: that's one of my tips so we're gonna Ah. get there yes but i love i love your mind we are on the same frequency Okay. So that being said, it doesn't warrant being wasteful, um, or irresponsible. You want to pay attention to how mushrooms behave in your body, how you're feeling really tap into how am I feeling with this? And yeah, one gram feels good, or maybe you need less. So it's, it's individual, but, um, um, they're safe for sure. Number two, mushrooms belong in us. Something that's really cool about mushrooms is their DNA is very similar to human DNA. Isn't that crazy? That is wild. Yeah. So we, be, we basically, if you believe in evolution, um, we evolved from the same super kingdom. Human, or rather animals and fungi, um, or fungi is really the, I guess, correct way. But animals and fungi evolved from the same super kingdom and then so we are more closely related to fungi than fungi are to plants mm. or the plant kingdom wow wild huh
1: i think mushrooms often get mistaken for uh just like a flower right, right? or or maybe another like vegetable
0: yeah they are not uh, a plant or a flower or whatever uh, vegetable they are dynamic sentient intelligent organisms with powerful healing properties um all right number three always organic always Mm. (laughs) whether culinary or medicinal functional whatever you always want to get organic and this points back to something that you touched on at the very beginning um, this ability of mushrooms to break down their environment that's part of their job it's it's um they're called saprophytic, which means that they're breaking down the forest floor, and they actually like rebuild it up through this process of um, uh, recycling, basically. Mm-hmm. So, because they're constantly doing that, they're like little sponges almost. If they're being grown with pesticides or chemicals or whatever, they're soaking that up too. Right. So, you always want to make sure that you're getting organic, and um, if you're getting, if you're you know getting them from like a farmer's market always talk to the person there and ask them how were they grown and let them let them tell you
1: it makes so much sense when you describe it like that like the forest floor if you've ever been like myself in a really rich deep forest and you notice mushrooms you can sense this almost bounce trampoline like effect to the forest floor with what you're walking on And, uh, I mean, that is the mycelial network, right? That is what's going on in the earth is this, uh, breaking down and recycling Mm -hmm. of those things that have, have lived out their lifespan and can be potentially turned into something new, new life.
0: Yeah, exactly. The mycelia are the, excuse me, the mycelia are the, the root structure, but it's not just roots. It's more like, uh, a network of intelligence that's under our feet all the time. And that's what's making up the forest floor. Uh, Mycelia literally create the forests. All right. Number four, not all mushroom products are created equal. Sourcing matters. So like any other food supplement or anything that we get in life, we need to be conscious of where we're getting it. Um, not every mushroom company is has the growing experience that maybe they should to um, to really understand this industry and provide the best. That's why we always are on the lookout for um, really quality brands and kind of doing the vetting to make sure that their their standards are up to par with what we want to put in our bodies. Um, some companies, If you dig in a little bit, maybe they just opened their doors last year because they heard that mushrooms were popular, right? Versus uh, a company like Real Mushrooms, which has um, their their founder and president, uh, Jeff, has 46 years of mushroom growing experience. He is one of the OG growers in the United States. Um, So of course... I'm going to look to him and his expertise when when choosing products versus the company that's maybe receiving a mushroom blend from a third party, and they're not actually involved in the growing process. They're kind of just like a distributor, and they might not even really know what's going on yeah. at the site of growing. Hello. We're going to talk about everybody's favorite topic, acne. It's actually become one of the things that I really enjoy talking about, believe it or not, because I've found products that actually work. Uh, After two years of battling cystic acne when my hormones were in the tank, then another year on top of that to figure out how to get rid of my scars, I finally feel really, really good about the products that I'm using now. Something that I think that people don't realize about the journey of healing acne is that it's not only a physical journey, it's actually a mental battle too. I remember the days where I would just stare at my skin in the mirror and cry, feeling like I was doing all of the right things. And still every day, a new blemish or a new scar would show up. Uh, Fast forward to now, I get compliments on my skin looking beautiful all the time. And trust me, I never thought I would hear that again. Okay, so what am I using? Great question. I use the anti-acne and anti-aging skincare line called Clear Stem Skin Care. Their main goal is to provide us with products that actually work and have zero hormone disruptors. Okay, here's a spoiler. Some of the most expensive skincare lines still have hormone disruptors. They still have ingredients that could be perpetuating your acne problem. The ingredient list is really, really, really important. And that's ClearStem's like commandment number one, making sure that all of their products have only anti-inflammatory, brightening, antioxidant, and healing ingredients. Personally, I use the Daily Exfoliating Vitamin Scrub every morning in the shower. Then when I get out, I use the Clarity Serum. And you wanna wait at least 15 minutes after this serum because it's balancing the pH of your face, which is really important for healing. Then, after those 15 minutes, I follow up with their signature Cell Renew Serum, which is made for repairing damaged skin, like acne scars or hyperpigmentation. Plus, the Cell Renew has reishi mushroom extract in it. So, obviously, I'm obsessed. If you want to get your hands on this gold Just go to clearstemskincare.com and use the code MIMIFIT at checkout. That's clearstemskincare.com, then M-I-M-I-F-I-T for a hefty discount. I know you and your face are going to absolutely love this stuff. Cheers, boo. We're in a
1: really cool stage and opportunity as mushroom consumers to make the right decision at an early growth stage in what we call kind of the mushroom uh, popularity buzz like any consumable food snack um, animal products plant products that has become popularized maybe you see it in grocery stores or online for purchase and consumption when that demand starts to exist the immediate action by the uh you know capitalist structure which which is totally fine is how do we mass-produce this? Mm -hmm. How do we get as many people purchasing this, aka uh, consuming it and purchasing it, as possible? With that, inherently, are going to be groups and individuals that are going to try to cut corners, um, try to expand profit margins. It's It's the world we live in. It's nothing against them, necessarily. It's just... Those are the constraints in the business environment is to make this thing as profitable as possible. Well, if you don't prioritize integrity, authenticity of getting as close to as possible that root uh, initiation of the product or the food into the ultimate consumption of the individual, then there's a lot of room for error, a lot of room for um, taking shortcuts that genuinely and truly impact the end product. Mm -hmm. So we are in a really cool Uh, sort of space and time with mushrooms to make decisions towards, hey, I'm going to vet these, this getting very popularized space and educate myself prior to it being almost like crippling to make a decision on where, when, what to buy from a mushroom standpoint.
0: Right. That can be really confusing for people. And later on in this episode, we're going to point to brands that we trust. We've already mentioned a few, but we're going to hit them again. Um, We never kind of put down brands that we choose not to use um, for specific reasons. We will never do that, Uh, but we will go above and beyond singing the praises of the companies that we um, have gone to the effort of digging and talking to the owners and seeing how they grow and all of that. For sure. All right. Number five, cycle your mushrooms. So, It's a good idea to have a few different kinds of mushrooms on hand because um, when you cycle uh, some of the mushrooms, it increases or keeps your sensitivity high. So for instance, like cordyceps and lion's mane are two that we Um, I think you do. I'll I'll speak for myself, I guess. Um, I do like to cycle them. I don't use them every single day in high doses because when I do want that boost, that extra boost of cognitive flow from lion's mane, I want to, I want to feel it. And if I'm taking high doses every single day, my brain isn't going to be as sensitive. So what I tend to do is go every other day or I'll go like a couple days in a row and then take a couple days off. And same with cordyceps. I want to feel that um, increased stamina and energy libido when I when I have cordyceps and so I do the same cycling it do you do the same
1: I could do a much better job but yes I do there's at least a day or two a week where I'm not taking um, those types of mushrooms at all Uh, and then I'm constantly fluctuating the uh, magnitude with which mm-hmm. I consume them. Yeah. Um, lion's mane is one because I just love it so much that I really have to intentionally focus on cycling. Um, however, people, if you run off, you know, a month in a row of taking lion's mane every day, you're it's not like you're going to be exhausted or or completely numb like you would right. with a caffeine or something. It's just in your best interest to, to have some cyclical behavioral consumption of this stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And it's not going to hurt you. Like you're not going to ever overdose on lion's mane. You're just going to be more sensitive if you, if you kind of cycle it in and out. That being said, there are a few medicinal mushrooms that are really popular that you don't necessarily have to worry about cycling. Um, two of those being reishi and shiitake or how we consume shiitake, which is AHCC. So we'll get to those in a little bit, but there are a couple that you um, that you don't need to worry about that you can use long-term. All right, number six. This one is one of my favorites. Your coffee is the perfect vehicle for mushrooms. Mm. So if you're looking to get more mushrooms in your day, which is probably why you are listening to this episode, um, just know that your coffee is there couldn't be a better vehicle hashtag
1: what's in your cup people always mushrooms.
0: There couldn't be a better vehicle to deliver the goods and the benefits of mushrooms. Not just because people have coffee. Most people have coffee every day, but because the, the richness and the earthiness of the coffee goes really, really well with a lot of the mushrooms. And in the case of like lion's mane where it's a little fishy smelling, it should be anyways. Um, it, it's masked by the richness and earthiness of of coffee.
1: Yeah, and big shout out to brands out there like Four Sigmatic who are making it convenient, you know, little coffee packs and little instant coffees. But man, what we really love is that ceremony, that mm-hmm. ritual, um, the daily create creative practice of creating this blend of mushrooms and coffee and other superfoods that we call what's in your cup. Yeah, and uh, man, super fun, super fun. I, I hope everybody tries that on.
0: And if you don't drink coffee, you don't. You can use something else like chai tea or other tea, hot chocolate, smoothies. And I've seen people even do it in fresh pressed juice. I will give a pro tip, though, here. No matter what type of liquid you're putting your mushrooms in, you have to, have to, have to blend it. Whether in a real blender like a Vitamix, which is what I use, or a frother. Um, I use a combination of the two. Or like a handheld um, frother mixer that you is just electric or no battery operated and you just, you mix it up. If you just like stir them in with a spoon, they're going to be chunky, gloppy, and it's not going to be a a beautiful experience. Um, all right. So number seven is the one that you brought up that I'm getting, I'm circling back to mushrooms should not be eaten raw. So contrary to most of the salad bars out there in the world that have cut up raw mushrooms ready for you to sprinkle on your salad, um, they are super healthy. Mushrooms, culinary mushrooms are great, but they uh, they have <laughs> a compound in them called chitin. Um, C H I T I N and this is uh, a compound that gives them their structure and just for reference the exoskeleton of insects also have chitin in them so (laughs) it's very very hard structurally and if you're consuming raw mushrooms your body is not able to properly break down these this chitin so always, always, always cook your mushrooms. Otherwise they're basically indigestible. Again, you might not, you, you might not have any like, um, problems. you might might not feel bad, but you're not retrieving the nutrients that you're actually eating the mushrooms for. Yeah. So, um, my favorite or our favorite, we just cooked up um, some lion's mane in some ghee with some salt and some pepper, um, some garlic in there and you want to make sure uh, cook them, um, kind of on medium heat for at least like 10 minutes until they're completely soft. Yeah.
1: Now you're not going to die. I mean, I've done this really until Megan enlightened me a year ago on this. (laughs) I consumed culinary mushrooms. No problem. I never had any issues, you know, uh, uh, consuming them raw, but I probably missed out on some of the bioavailability um, by not either cooking them or preparing them in a particular way, uh, but you're still gonna get, you're still gonna get something. Uh, it's not gonna harm you, and if you have some gut disruption, that could be a reason why. But at the end of the day, like I've eaten raw mushrooms and shit. If you eat a raw psychedelic mushroom, you're definitely gonna experience something. <laughs> um, but there's ways around it. If it's cooking, um, there are so many extraction processes. Um, one is one even as simple as dropping some um, lemon lime or essential oil lemon or lime with a little pepper um, actually brings out some of the bioavailability of any kind of mushroom and makes it a little more um, available for those nutritional benefits
0: Hmm. good good add all right number eight medicinal mushrooms can be used for both treatment and prevention so chinese medicine has been using mushrooms uh, functionally for literally thousands of years One example is Reishi, which in Chinese medicine is known as Lingzi. Um, And please, if you guys, anyone speaks Chinese out there, don't crucify me for (laughs) my pronunciation there. But um, they've used it historically to treat things like viruses, chronic fatigue and allergies, as well as prevent infections and cardiovascular disease. So you can use it in treatment modalities and kind of prophylactically as a prevention, um, which just serves more to the point that mushrooms are dynamic and they serve the body through multiple mechanisms of action rather than just like, say you go to your doctor and get a medication, a prescription. That medication is usually working through one process, one way in the body because it's developed by man, but nature wins y'all. <laughs> they mushrooms are dynamic. And that's what I mean by dynamic. They have multiple mechanisms of action for healing, um, prevention and, uh, treatment.
1: Mm. They're the hygienist and the dentist. Yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah. keep, they're, they're keeping you clean, trying to avoid those cavities, but if you end up snagging one, if you end up having that issue, they'll come in and drill it out and deal with the problem as well. Yeah,
0: that's great. That's a, that's a great, um, great analogy, which kind of brings me perfect little segue into number nine on 10 things you should know about mushrooms. Mushrooms are powerful adaptogens. And I feel like adaptogen is kind of one of those buzzy words that's being thrown around where <clears throat> I've, I've heard it matched with things that I'm like, i really don't think that's an adaptogen like avocados are amazing adaptogens whatever Um, uh, mushrooms are absolutely and this word adaptogen you want to think of a little work crew like diving into your body and and assessing exactly what you chase need what your body is asking for sorry my throat is kind of scratchy whether it's a boost in immunity or reducing the effects of stress or lowering cholesterol or deeper sleep, this um, you know, mushrooms can do that. So they're imagine a little microscopic work crew that's diving in and assessing what your body needs and then helping you adapt to your environment. That's you know, the the picture that adaptogens paint in the body.
1: Mm, I love that. It's something that is so hard to grasp um because everything that man has made is not quite custom you know there's never a one size fits all from this sort of like human creation standpoint but the fact that these little things that come out of the earth that come out of mother gaia have this adaptive capability Um, i think specifically in mushrooms the immunomodulators are these little adaptogen characters that run in and take an assessment on where and uh when you might have deficiencies or gaps and work to patch those that is incredible to me it's insane someone who doesn't like know science all that well but i'm constantly witnessing what man is creating as far as medicines even technology the things that we've built they never quite adapt (laughs) to everybody's unique scenario and unique needs yeah holy shit these little mushroom things that grow out of the ground have this function where they just run a quick assessment, run some diagnostics and start patching together where you have these little gaps and deficiencies, mind blowing.
0: I will never not be fascinated by mushrooms. Um, And you know, that being said, they shouldn't be taken once and expect a miracle. They really are part of a healthy lifestyle. You bring them in and give them a little time to incorporate into your cells and your tissues and really see... The long-term benefits. It's not a one-and-done at all.
1: No. Pro-tip, everybody, to use an extremely overused term. Pro-tip, anything that you feel immediate benefits, relief, impact from, immediate, should be a red flag.
0: Yeah, generally. But then there are those weird cases, too, I'm backing up, where Chaga, you you felt it almost right away. So man but that wasn't i guess immediate it was it was a a few hours i suppose but that's that's pretty incredible it is when it can when it can do both um but that's not necessarily the normal or every you know every interaction with mushrooms for sure all right number 10 on 10 things you should know different parts of the mushroom organism have different benefits so, going back to 7th grade <laughs> biology, little anatomy lesson for the mushroom organism. When you say mushroom, most people think of the picture in their head is the fruiting body, right? But the whole mushroom organism is made up of plenty of different parts. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm really struggling here with the throat. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about three main parts of the mushroom that I want you guys to remember. There's a ton of different little parts, but the three main parts that I want you to remember are mycelia, which is the root structure or the network of intelligence that I mentioned earlier, and then the fruiting body, which is the part that pops up above the ground. That's basically like the flower of the mushroom, right? So when you're walking along and you see a mushroom in the grass, that what you're seeing is the fruiting body. Then also within the fruiting body, in the gills, uh the cap, most mushrooms um they have the spores, which are like the seeds. They're teeny teeny tiny little microscopic um seeds that um are really great. They they house the intelligence. Of the whole organism. So the mushroom drops, it really like actually shoots the spores out into the surrounding area. And that's what helps carry on the the mushroom species.
1: So those exist, like if you flip the cap of a mushroom over... And you see those gills. If you've seen like Alice in Wonderland, you know they cut them up into yeah. like pie pieces, yeah. right? That's where the spores live—is inside these little, these little gills, these little filtering little like world.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And so when we speak to, you know, I talk about reishi spore coffee, that's what I'm talking about. They have this company um, has a patent on the ability to crack the shells of the spore. Otherwise, they're completely useless for humans because our bodies can't crack those shells. So they have a patented process that cracks the shell and makes the, the intelligence of the spores um, bioavailable for the human body. And they're actually up to 80 times more potent because of that in our body, Mm. um, versus some of the other parts of the mushroom. They all have benefits, but the spores, um, are really incredible. I like, um, getting them, like I said, in my coffee every day. And, um, and then for the fruiting body, that would be most mushroom products are, are, um, at least, they, they say that they're using the fruiting body. That's what they're referring to. We'll get into that a little bit, but, um, that's what, what most are and the culinary, like if you have a stir fry or whatever, that's the fruiting body. And then, you know, going back to the mycelia, this is where, if you've ever heard me talk about HCC or maybe you take HCC, you see that it's, um, a cultured mycelial product. So, in those capsules is not actually a mushroom. It comes from shiitake mushrooms, but um, the mycelia are kind of like the immune system of the mushroom. So they are under the ground navigating through a pathogenic environment. You know, they're navigating around potential threats, right? And um, they're even intelligent enough to actually send nutrients and gather information from other plants and flowers and trees in the surrounding forest or wherever they're at in their environment, which blows my mind. So mycelia are technically, you know, they, they can, they have that ability in our bodies. Um, going back to the intelligence, I, I named AHCC, my, my label immune intel for a reason. It's bringing your body more intelligent intelligence. It's, it's, um, making your immune system function better because it's increasing your body's innate and acquired intelligence. And that's what, you know, Chase was speaking to talking about the immune system, regulating the immune system, whether you need a boost, like in the case of HPV or, um, you know, some other virus or whatever, or just a common cold, right? Um, HTC or you know mushrooms have this ability to do that and then in the case of like autoimmune when actually the immune system needs to be calmed down a bit It has that so it has a regulating and normalizing effect rather than just a boost or suppression
1: I'm so grateful for mushrooms and in all seriousness because I can't control my monkey mind. It is all (laughs) over the place. It's distracted. It's got ideas. I'm constantly denying things that my body is probably telling me. Like, Mm. hey, man, you're tired. Or, hey, man, you need to get out there and and exercise a little bit. It's so hard to filter through the noise of this world. So hard to filter through the stories that your ego is telling you. So to have this little companion called the mushroom to just run some diagnostics on you physically and start doing work, it's kind of like, hey, I got a bunch of employees and I'm the boss, I'm having a really hard time managing these employees. I'm going to bring in a manager to manage these people (laughs) because I have so many things going on that I can't adequately take control of the things that need to be regulated in my body. So thank you mushrooms for being my manager.
0: I love your analogies. So those are the 10 things that you need to know about mushrooms right off the bat. Um, do you want to get into some specific mushrooms and talk a little bit more about some of our favorite mushrooms and where people can start if they're looking for specific mushrooms to incorporate into their day? Mm, Let's do it. All right. So we did mention a few already, and we're going to kind of circle back and just talk about, um, each one of them a little bit more individually. Um, and again, just know that we're speaking historically, we're not making claims that it's going to treat or prevent any certain thing for any certain individual. Everybody is different. What we're speaking to is the historical use and what has been documented um, in clinical research and historically through Chinese medicine and the like. Um, So we did already talk about, you know, this this question, okay, I want to start with mushrooms. Which ones should I get? I get that all the time. And it's like, well, you first have to ask the question, what are you looking for? right? Mm-hmm. Most people, I would say that ask this question, um, this kind of generic broad question are looking, you know, to add to their general health. They're mostly healthy. They don't have any like systemic issues per se. Um, but they're just looking, what's something that I can benefit from right away. So my two go-to always are Reishi and HCC. One, because they can be used long-term and they're very safe. They've, they're documented um, for their safety um, long-term. And then they touch so many different things in the body that you start with these two and you're basically hitting every body system. Mm-hmm. You're hitting the nervous system, your um, endocrine system with hormones, your immune system, your cardiovascular system. So they touch so many different things, um, and there are there are a ton of different ways that you can get you know, reishi. For instance, you can get it through the spores, like the king coffee that I drink. You can get it in capsules from real mushrooms. If you really like bitter coffee, you can get the raw extract from real mushrooms and add it to your coffee. But y'all, disclaimer: reishi is super bitter. It should be if it's if it's actually reishi. Um, so just be aware of that. If you get the extract, go for it, but know that it's really, really crazy bitter.
1: Yeah. Get creative. Yeah. Um, figure out how you can make it taste good. I want to give some love to HCC. Check out, uh, what episode do you deep dive with HCC? There's obviously numerous. Yeah.
0: I talk about it almost every episode, but number three of this podcast.
1: Yeah. And just a quick, I mean, HCC is a derivative off of the mycelium of shiitake mushrooms. And this is like taking one piece that has a, a significant superpower, and and the processing and the um, sophistication that goes into the extraction of mm-hmm. AHCC out of shiitake mushrooms is mind blowing. There's there's literally never been this type of processing or this type of manufacturing done to date on mushrooms, so. More to come from that. That's not going in the way, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, from our brand, but so much love for HCC. How uh, are shiitake and uh, reishi grown? Because mushrooms um, can be grown or or can grow on multiple different surfaces, substances, etc.
0: I am super glad that you asked that mm-hmm. because this is something that is super confusing for consumers. Um, and it's something that even when I was learning more about Um, about mushrooms and really digging into research and kind of vetting brands um, it was something that I really had to dig into and it was something that even confused me so I really I've kind of taken on um, spreading light on this uh, this area of mushrooms because it is so confusing
1: it is confusing I mean, you go look at, there's almost like a war behind the scenes in the mushroom world (laughs) of uh, mycelium, mycelated grain versus fruiting body.
0: Yeah. So if you type into any search engine, mushroom supplements, you're going to get over 1 million hits. And that can be really, really confusing for the consumer. Like, where do I even start with this? And so one thing that... um, I like to do right off the bat is um kind of teach people the different like substrates that mushrooms can be grown on obviously they can be grown in the wild we see them as we're walking you know on a hike or in the forest whatever those are natural places
1: they'll literally pop up like <laughs> between the concrete pieces yeah. on the road it's insane
0: um but most of i would say the world people who are you know growing mushrooms for supplements they are grown like in grow rooms or kind of like a factory setting. Um, They can definitely be grown outside but kind of like covered. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of these supplements that kind of market themselves as mushroom supplements don't actually contain the fruiting body of a mushroom. So this requires a little bit of like an anatomy lesson. Um, So it's not like an easy explanation, but. Um, You know, below the ground is the mycelium and we love mycelium. Obviously, Immune Intel AHCC is a cultured mycelial product. We love mycelium. Um, And then the fruiting body is what most people think of um, when they, you know, hear about a mushroom. It's the thing that's in stir fries and culinary dishes. And, you know, (laughs) the front of our, you know, podcast art is this big golden fruiting body mushroom. And then inside the mushroom are the, the seeds of the mushroom the spores. So those three main parts are used when formulating and and creating mushroom supplements. Um, And so what a lot of companies do is they actually grow the mycelium on um, like rice, grains, oats, rye, brown rice, stuff like that. And so the mycelia Um, actually incorporate and fully embody and just grow into this huge full mass. And it never actually gets to the fruiting body with some of these companies. So sometimes there's not even mushrooms growing on the mycelia before they grab it all, put it into a grinder and grind it up with the rice and the oats and the rye, whatever it was grown on. So you're getting this kind of like conglomerate mycelial rye or oats or rice mixture so they call that myceliated grain so that's what a lot of these companies are so it's not actually containing the fruiting mm. body of the mushroom um, then there's companies that do use the fruiting body of the mushroom obviously we've already recommended and talked about real mushrooms that's why they chose their name because it's all real mushrooms there's no grains or fillers or anything like that
1: yeah and you can see actually if you if you flip uh, the ingredient lists around on any of these packages, you you see nothing yeah. but mushrooms right and uh you know that rings a bell because like take your pick on mushroom company X Y Z man I would say the majority of them are getting myceliated grain yeah and they although they you know they put mushrooms on the picture um of the of the you know supplement mm-hmm. it, it's so heavily. Noted myceliated Mm -hmm. grain or myceliated base or something along those lines
0: So which is not
1: to demonize mycelium. No,
0: absolutely. We love mycelia like mycelia is what makes up our forests It's literally on every like inch of ground that you step on. There's mycelia under there
1: and there are like superpowers in those fucking roots which is (laughs) but 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 such a challenging and sophisticated process to extract right like that is why you know, immune intel AHCC is what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a liquid culture. That's what makes immune intel AHCC different than myceliated grain um products is that it's done in a liquid culture it's very very different even though mycelia is still in the name yeah so um there's a couple ways that people can identify if their mushroom product is quality and i just want to throw these out there because people come into my dms all the time with pictures of their mushroom supplements like is this one okay is this one okay and this is this one okay and nine times out of ten I have to like break the news that like, hey, you're paying for a lot of grains too. Like there might be mushrooms in there as well, but you're paying for a lot of grains too. The analogy that I really like is if you go to a farmer's market and you um, go to a stand and you want to buy a pear and you ask the farmer like, hey, I want a pear. And they hand you a pear tree with all the roots and all the dirt. There might be a pair still connected sure. to the tree. But if you if they just hand that to you and you're like, "Uh, what? Yeah. This is not what I want." That's what I really want to shed light on is, you know, people not being duped by companies and not not being kind of like manipulated a little bit. Like the consumer knows exactly what they're getting. If you feel great with the products that are myceliated yeah. grain, great. Do that. But if you want something that's just True organic raw mushrooms, then I would recommend the brand Real Mushrooms.
1: Yeah, and there is data out there surrounding myceliated grain and it actually having some efficacy from a.
0: It helps. It's helpful for the gut.
1: Sure, um, but man, this is just anecdotal, of course. But it makes so much sense knowing that HCC Immune Intel. I'm getting 100% mycelium versus myceliated grain that Mm -hmm. has a mixture of you know grains and rice and mycelium the efficacy from AHCC is far and away more than some of these other products
0: right it's just a more potent premium product so I want to go over just a few ways that people can listen to this watch this and check their um, products at home if they already have them in their cupboard the first is taste so you can put a little bit of whatever mushroom product on your tongue, and it should taste earthy or bitter. Like reishi, for exi- for instance, is extremely bitter. Well, and there
1: should be diversity with the taste. You know, yes. lion's mane tastes like fish. Reishi yeah. tastes like bitter bitter um chaga to kind of taste like an instant coffee
0: yeah yeah and so if you try one and it tastes um kind of like cereal or crackers or kind of bready or sweet that means that there's grains yeah. in there yeah um it should taste earthy um in the case of lion's mane fishy a little bit not really bad but a little hint um or really bitter the other way is color so if you you know look at it, you know, on a website, like in, and they have pictures of their mushroom powder, or say you're in a store and you can just visually see most mycelia is the same color and most grains are around the same color. Mm. So that makes sense that if you look at different mushrooms within one brand and they're all the kind of the same like shade of beige, that's a good sign that there's grains in there versus like real mushrooms you line them up in a bowl and it's like the colors of the rainbow there's no two that are exactly the same so like reishi for instance people will send me pictures of their reishi and reishi is dark 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 brown it should be and they'll send me one and it's kind of a lighter beige and i don't even have to go any further to know oh those are grains yeah that's grains
1: yeah well and, and even um ahcc when you when you do taste it Tastes nothing like myceliated grain, despite mm-hmm. the fact that both have no. mycelium. It's very earthy. It's very earthy. A little caramely, if you will. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. it would be good if you put something just a little bit sweet in there. Yeah. Maybe something a little caramely. It makes a good mix with like it maca, does. you know, monk fruit, something along those lines. It mixes lines. As well.
0: We do that mixture a lot into into coffee. Um, and then the other way that I just want to touch on really quickly for people to know is that if it's grown in the U.S., That's a really big one, I think. And this is probably maybe the most important one to educate on. It provides a little bit of like elaboration because most people, when they think of um, products... Any products, not just mushroom. Any products, they think U.S. equals better or U.S. equals good.
1: What Americans
0: <laughs> right? might think. We that? have this egocentric what. <laughs> so, and I'm not saying that's not true for some things. Sure. Some things, yeah, you do want you do want local, absolutely. But in the case of mushrooms, um, it's very, very, very expensive um, economically. It. It can't work for people to grow mushrooms and profit off of them in the U.S. So that means, stay with me here, folks. That means that they're not letting it get to that mushroom stage, right? Because it's a lot cheaper to grind it up with oats and and rye and that creates filler, right? So they're, you know, retaining more profit uh, versus what they're putting out. So it's way too expensive to actually grow medicinal mushrooms in the U.S., it's um it's better <laughs> really to grow them in their native growing regions sure makes sense so for a lot of medicinal mushrooms that actually is china and with china right now um or japan or japan yeah like hcc comes from one one little city in in japan um and i've been there it's amazing and it all comes from one place i've been to the facility that literally creates all the hcc for the world and it's amazing. Um, but, uh, real mushrooms, for instance, grows their native region. Uh, growing region is China. And right now I think with a certain virus and, you know, um, kind of bad press that China is getting people equate China equals bad. Mm. And that is not the case for mushrooms. Um, real mushrooms is a brand that we know, like they have set up deep, long-lasting rich relationships with these growers who have been doing it for years and years and years and years like um where do we think that Chinese medicine originated right they've been using these mushrooms for thousands of years they were going to their name you know they, they were from this native region so to just Kind of sim- simplify it down to China equals bad and and end the argument there, is to really resist the act of thinking a little deeper sure. on this. So I would just invite everyone to kind of shift what they whatever preconceived notions they have about this region. Um, it doesn't affect this like this mushroom trade. That's yeah. not to say that all products that come out of China are quality.
1: Right. It's just like use a little bit of right. You know, next level next layer type thinking. Yeah. And it's a good reminder, you know, I encourage everybody to go to your local farmer's market or your local grocer and ask them if you're really interested in mushrooms, you don't have to do this if you're not, (laughs) but ask them, yo, how are you growing this thing? Where's it coming from? Like for instance, we were at the farmer's market last week. We're talking to the farmer of the lion's mane mushroom that we purchased. This was a fresh mushroom, relatively, uh, Picked maybe days ago, mm-hmm. but it's different than getting a supplement, right? There's a whole host of other interferences with the end product when it comes to manufacturing a mushroom yeah. supplement. So, and again, it doesn't mean that US is wrong or that China is wrong or that they're right, just don't shit on anything and take a second level, second mm-hmm. layer look at uh where's this thing coming from you know yeah. look at the company's website ping somebody on their customer service mm-hmm. um ask us we'll do <laughs> yeah. it we'll do it for you i freaking right. love it yeah i'll, get on, I'll <laughs> get on somebody's 1-800 number and and blow up their customer service line about where does this come from what is going on are there any additives mm-hmm. um
0: and that's the thing is like i want to reiterate if you feel great on these products that you've already come to know and love and we do like kind of shed some light on it, you're like, oh, this is my ciliated grain, but you feel great and it makes you feel awesome. Totally. I just want people to know exactly what they're getting and not um, just kind of be tricked or whatever with really clever marketing, which yeah. I think unfortunately a lot of times is the case and not just think like people will say like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Like I thought, I, I thought this was mushrooms right.
1: um i have had my ciliated grain mushroom products and felt great i've enjoyed it i've also had corn fed beef and felt fine i enjoyed it it tasted good but you know what i choose i choose yeah. grass-fed grass-finished beef i choose 100 yeah. percent mushroom products and uh knowing that myself and many others have have gluten intolerances or gluten sensitivities, just be aware that if you are getting myceliated grain um, and maybe it doesn't even say grain on there, but it's going to include it, Mm -hmm. uh, just check yourself a little bit because that could be a gut disruptor.
0: Totally. And a couple words, because it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't say myceliated grain. Sometimes there's a few key words that people can look for on the ingredient list. One of them is full spectrum. That means that they're just dumping the whole mass in the grinder and grinding Mm. it all up. That's the whole pear tree, right? Um, Partridge in a pear (laughs) tree. So full spectrum, mycelial biomass. Doesn't that sound fancy? Mm. That sounds like, oh yeah, I need that. I need that.
1: Sounds like it's going to make me buff.
0: Yeah, mycelial biomass. Um, And then the other is, it might say myceliated grain. Um, The other is uh, primordia, which also sounds like, ooh, fancy. But that means, like, just, again, the whole, like, growing medium Mm. they're throwing in there with it. Um, And I would just invite anyone, if you're unsure... Follow me on Instagram if you're not already and send me a picture of the front and the back, including the ingredient list. And I will let you know. I will help you. If I don't know the brand already, I will do a little digging and we can figure it out together um, because it might be fine. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So moving on to the um, one of our favorite other mushrooms that we get regularly is uh, one that we've already talked about, Lion's Mane. Mm. This is such a baller. Great. It's probably great name. great name comes
1: after the um appearance of the mushroom itself which is quite hairy yes and looks like that of aslan's beautiful lion's mane (laughs) it's
0: quite spongy as well
1: it's spongy as well (laughs) big shout out paul hollywood british baking show
0: um yes so lion's mane you want to think brain so cognitive function creative flow um possibly prevention of neurodegenerative disease, not making any claims. It doesn't, you know, if somebody has Alzheimer's, I've gotten this question specifically, hey, my dad has Alzheimer's. Can he, can he cure it with lion's mane? I never, ever make that claim. But lion's mane is something that, again, should be could be and should be part of a healthy lifestyle to possibly prevent that from occurring. Mm-hmm. So um, not only that, but creatively, creativity, mental clarity and acuity, nerve health, and it also has antibacterial, anti-candida, anti-tumor and anti-inflammatory properties.
1: Mm, for sure. I, I've noticed it as a digestive aid uh, as well. And I love to take lion's mane before an exercise uh, or exercising, specifically if it's kind of Lower intensity cardio, mm, yeah, very so it good. aids in the meditative nature of something like swimming or a long jog.
0: So we get ours um, from real mushrooms in the raw powder extract, and we add it to our coffee a few times a week. Um, I like to have it on days where I'm interviewing, where I'm recording, or um, we're going under the red hat. I just want that extra flow in my mind, like opened up.
1: Yep, you can also get it in Organifi Pure with. Uh, Uh, About 250 milligrams in each serving of lion's mane. Mm -hmm. And you're safe to take two or three of those a day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a lower dose. So, yeah, um, you can take multiple. Next up, chaga, which I feel like we already spoke to quite a bit. Again, real mushrooms has a raw powder extract form, they also have it in capsules. Um, But with chaga, you want to think antioxidant, anti inflammatory, skin health, digestion, blood sugar regulator, and uh, some antiviral properties. Next up, I think, is one of your favorites, Cordyceps.
1: Boom. Love it. Cordyceps, baby. Tell
0: me why you love Cordyceps.
1: I love Cordyceps. Um, I take it as a pre-workout, and I have this near and dear to my heart story of how I was somewhat addicted, hooked on pre-workout supplements that were highly caffeinated, that were highly loaded with stimulants, like fake stimulants that were created in a lab and I was addicted to this stuff. I couldn't get up. I couldn't get an exercise in a workout in without some of these um, pre-workout supplements. Well, cordyceps saved me. um, Detoxified me from uh, these just nasty pre-workout supplements by slowly um, taking things like Organifi Red Juice, which has cordyceps, but taking raw cordyceps from real mushrooms Um, it provides energy, but not jolts of Mm -hmm. energy. Um, it's not addictive, uh, in nature. And slowly over time, I was able to wean myself off of these highly stimulant based pre-workout supplements. And instead I now just take a little red juice, maybe a little extra cordyceps, uh, raw powder in my coffee cup and I'm good to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love cordyceps. Um, think, increased energy, um, increased blood flow, sexual potentiation.
1: Yeah. So the increased blood flow, you know, they joke and call it "cortisex" mushrooms because this increased blood f- flow goes straight to your penis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's making kind of a joke, but it, um, it has been shown to increase sexual potentiation. Um, so yeah, great one. Um, we have that Regularly. And yeah, if it, he mentioned the red juice. So red juice from Organifi does have a, a small dose of cordyceps in there. Last but not least on our little list of favorite mushrooms is Tremella, mm. the, the beauty mushroom. Um, so tremella is great um, because if you look at this in nature, it looks like the love child of a snowball and a jellyfish. It's this beautiful white mass of kind of jelly-like texture, and you can just tell this thing. Like You look at it, and you're like, that thing needs to be in my body. (laughs) That's what she said. Um, (laughs) But you look at this thing, and it just looks inviting. And Tremella is amazing because it has the ability to hold five times... amount of moisture in the skin as hyaluronic acid. Wow. Which if you know anything about skincare, hyaluronic acid is one of the like main ingredients in, um, great skincare for holding moisture in the skin. Well, nature and tremella wins this little battle because it holds five times the amount, um, of, of hyaluronic acid. So, um, it, it, you could say it naturally moisturizes, um, f- use it for deep hydration, immune health. It also nourishes the kidney, lungs, heart, brain, and stomach. Wow! And Organifi Glow has tremella mushroom in it, along with, um, 12 other beauty superfoods. So if you're looking to radiate from within, check out Organifi. Yeah. I think tremella
1: is really under the radar and it's kind of making its way up into, I mean, we have it in our top five, six, seven mushrooms, right? I just don't know if it gets as much love yet, but it will, it's coming for sure. Yeah,
0: for sure. And you know, this is not an exhaustive list. Like I said at the beginning, there are over 300 medicinal mushrooms in use. So um, play around and and if you discover a a fancy one, a cool one that that we didn't mention or you haven't heard us talk about, let us know.
1: Yeah, and there's so much more, turkey tail, right? Mm -hmm. Oyster mushroom, which is often used culinary, um, psilocybin and, and uh, the various kinds of mushrooms that have psilocybin in it. There's so much more to be had here, and uh, we're happy to keep this dialogue going.
0: Yeah, for sure. So with that being said, we've mentioned kind of all of these brands that I'm about to speak to again. Um, and we never put down brands that we don't use. We will always lift up brands that we do use. So just to, to provide kind of a short list of, OK, what brands do I start with? Um, and we're, we're committed to bringing you the best and to keep searching for additional products and brands to either partner with or get a discount for you guys, um, because we really want to be a source for people, a resource to, hey, what do you guys think about this one? We know your standards, or I know your standards are high. What do you think about this? Um, so if,
1: if Mimi is committed to education, which she is, I know this, <laughs> I am committed people to finding discounts, to making this affordable for you all. And um, that doesn't mean we're not going to speak to brands we haven't been able to get discounts for. But if we fall in love with something, rest assured, I am going to bat for all of us and trying to get us a little bit of a discount and make this medicine lifestyle affordable.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. He's so good. You guys, he can literally find anything. If it exists, he can find it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'm going to run through a short list of the brands that we use and trust every day. Um, The first one being the Immune Intel AHCC. Of course, this is our private label, so you can bet that we trust it wholeheartedly. Um, This is one of the main tools that I use every single day to help people get out of unnecessary suffering. Um, We've seen it Clinically proven uh, for things like HPV, Lyme, autoimmune issues, skin disorders, and so much more. Um, so I want to just t- touch on reasons why you can t- um, trust each one of these brands.
1: HCC is the Michael Jordan. <laughs> Let's just put that out there.
0: And so AHCC um, specifically is patented and manufactured in Japan, which has Super strict manufacturing standards, that of equal to that of any um, pharmaceutical or medication that they're putting out. Um, And it's so, HCC, if you don't know, is supplied to um, medical organizations, teaching hospitals, cancer clinics, um, and clinical researchers literally all over the world. So they have to be dialed in, right? They are giving these to the top researcher, giving this to the top researchers in the world. It must be top quality, so you can bet that you can trust it for sure. Real mushrooms. We've given them a lot of love already. Um, when anyone asks for a recommendation for raw extracts um, in powder form, I always
1: mm-hmm. point
0: them to real mushrooms. Yep. There's no reason not to. Um, and reasons you can trust it. Jeff Chilton. Who, was the, who is the president and founder, was one of the first people to bring organic medicinal mushrooms to the North American market. Um, the real mushroom products are always organic, contain no fillers or grains. Um, you know, these, these grains or starches that mushrooms are grown on, um, they, they, they don't do that. So they're also third-party tested and scientifically verified for active compounds Um, associated with the clinical research and the mushroom benefits and uh, you can always use code Mimi when you check out um, for any um, real mushrooms order and get 10% off
1: yep clear um, or a little clarification on what can happen with the manufacturing and the production of many mushrooms is that instead of the precise picking or extraction of Mushrooms, either the fruiting body like real mushrooms does where all you're getting is 100% mushroom fruiting body mm-hmm. or the very, very, very sophisticated process with which AHCC mycelium is extracted um, that removes everything except mycelium. There is a host of factory line um, sort of mass production mushroom that that goes on. Mm-hmm. And what that means is you're getting less precise Processing and more um, grabbing of a host of other things like grain, um, like
0: rye, oats, rice, um, you, because the they grow the mycelium on right. rice, oats, grains, then they don't even let it, some companies don't even let it get to the mushroom stage, right? Because right. the mycelia give birth to the mushrooms. Some companies kind of uh grow the mycelia on the grains and then it doesn't even get to that mushroom stage before they um grind it all up into a powder right and then serve it to the consumer and the consumer thinks they're getting a mushroom product yeah.
1: and i just want to make that clear because it is confusing mm-hmm. you know it, it's hard as a consumer to understand this entire supply chain so it is
0: yeah and that's part of our job is to you know not put down these companies but just to let people know that you need to look into what you're getting. Is it mushrooms or is it myceliated grain? All right, next up in the list of brands that you can trust for medicinal mushrooms is, of course, the wonderful Organifi. They, in general, source from incredible places um, and their medicinal mushrooms are no different. There are no grains, no fillers, nothing sketchy. And all of their superfood blends have medicinal mushrooms, everything but the green Um, and the protein powder. So if you want a whole breakdown of all of their products and which ones you might um, like best, you can go to my website store and I have a free guide. It's like 12 or 13 pages and it's all um, breaking down every single Organifi product, um, taste, benefits, and how we use them creatively um, every day. Then you can always get 15% off with the code MIMIFIT, M-I-M-I-F-I-T, for any and all Organifi products. Okay, and then the last one that I'm gonna talk about today, um, brands that you can trust, you've heard me talk about the Reishi King coffee. Um, That is the Reishi Spore coffee, and it comes from a company, Organo. King is kind of the only um, coffee that I drink from this company, Organo. Um, They have other coffee flavors, but King is my favorite. I also dabble in the, the black flavor. Um, so you can, if you want to check that company out, you can, um, go to my link tree on Instagram and, um, hit me up and I can, I can hook you up. And that's, and that's
1: not to say there aren't really great brands out there. We're just listing out the ones that we have made direct connections with yes. that we know personally and that we are Personally, vetting for everybody listening.
0: All right. So, if you guys want to hear more on mushrooms, I feel like this is packed, but there are a few other episodes that you can check out from us. Episode number three is all about immune intel, HCC. Episode number six is all about the reishi uh, spores and king coffee. Episode nine is all about uh, Jeff Chilton, and he teaches us how to avoid crappy mushroom products. And then episode 22 is the Organifi deep dive, and uh, we we go over Chase's story as well in that episode. So three, six, nine, 22. All right. Whew, that was a lot. You mm, guys still with us? So good. What for you, my love, my king, is the medicine for you today?
1: Man, the medicine for me today in line with our mushroom theme, is none other than Immune Intel, Immune Intel HCC. I have had a lot of things going on. My stress is a little high. My cortisol is a little high. Not sleeping all that great. Um, And I'm going to do this thing where I'm going to try a little extra HCC outside of just kind of the maintenance dose. I'm going to increase this a a little bit because I know... Some of the benefits of HCC would be regulating cortisol and regulating yeah. those stress hormones. So it's not even giving it a try. I'm, I'm so confident in the fact that this is going to benefit me, um, that it truly is my medicine, not just for today, but probably for the next like two to four weeks. I'm really going to focus and intentionally increase my consumption.
0: I love that. Mm. Mm.
1: What for you, <laughs> my queen, my mushroom queen, what's your medicine today?
0: Well, the last few days I've been standing at my new standing desk, which I love, Um, but I've been super dialed into my work and kind of doing some things on my website, and I haven't gotten outside much until the end of the day, and uh, I don't like that. So today, my medicine is getting more sunshine on my body, Um, going up to the roof, enjoying a little glow, Mm. and uh, getting some vitamin D. love that. I hope you guys got a lot of value out of this and I hope we answered, um, a bunch of questions for you. I would just invite you to, if you are not using mushrooms yet, um, just choose one, one of the brands that we talked about. um, and one of the mushrooms that we talk about the benefits, just dip in or reach out to me on Instagram or my email. It's, um, it's, uh, it's in our best interest. I, I firmly believe that mushrooms belong in all of us. Send this episode to one of your BFFs, someone that you know who loves mushrooms and uh, give them a little boost in their day. Um, we love you guys so much. Thanks for listening in and we'll see you next time under the red hat. Okay, bye. If you loved this episode and you want more from Chase and I, you gotta check out our Patreon page. This is basically like a VIP room for our listeners. If you go to patreon.com themedicine, remember there's no E on the end, and you become one of our patrons, you'll get to experience things like raw, unfiltered podcast episodes that no one else hears, videos from Chase and I under the red hat, and you can even have input on guests, topics, and future products we put out. We are super stoked to connect with you inside and have you, as a part of The Medicine. Check it out at patreon.com slash the medicine and also linked in the show notes. Cheers and love.